Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Spech. Hello. And joining us this evening, all the way to the south of the border, is our foreign correspondent, John Van Berger. How's it going, John? Hey, guys. Going great. Uh, what's the weather like down there? <laughs> well, I'm watching it snow. We're supposed to have five inches by the end of the evening. And so I thought I would get out and do a little paddling today in the snow. Nice. And how did yeah. it go? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Apparently, the snow line is about 15 miles south of town. Okay. And the lake I was going to go paddle with is about 30 miles south of town. Oh. So I, as I was paddling down there, I noticed the snow stopped. There was no snow on the ground. And, you know, so I thought, well, hey, I'm out here. I might as well go paddle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the freezing rain started. Or as you like to call it. <laughs> no, uh, he did good using the right word. I'm going to let him use his real words. No, freezing rain is always how I call that. <laughs> Actually, I, have, I do have other words for it, but this is a friendly, <laughs> like family ice, friendly Ice show. rain? Yeah, ice rain. <laughs> ice rain. Ice that's, rain. That's stupid. Who would say that? Yeah, who would say portage? <laughs> and shortage <laughs> so we had the conversation you don't have the Kia Sportage down there it's Kia oh, I lied about that <laughs> it's the Kia Sportage <laughs> we do have it down here I just lied about that yeah <laughs> yeah that's the Kia Sportage down there <laughs> yeah yeah oh, no it's ooh. good I got, uh, I got, uh, I don't know, maybe a six mile paddle in today and That's better lots than nothing. of, uh, majestic Canada gooses. Geese. Geeses. <laughs> and the we plural, been... actually, the plural is goose-i. It's like moose and moose-i. <laughs> moose. Octopus so... and octopi. <laughs> See? I'm not House lying. House and mice. House <laughs> and mice. I used to tell this stuff to my students when I taught. There's a whole generation of kids that are messed up down here. Oh, you did your job well. <laughs> Thank you. No, lots of um, lots of cranes out today uh, heading south. Um, Construction. Saw some some muskrats and other critters, but it was it was a nice paddle. And then the the freezing rain started uh, as I was coming back in. But yeah, it was great. Yeah. Nobody was out. Um, it was a wonderful day. Wow. Well, it's better yep. than no paddling. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right? It, but the just, you know, the sort of a week ago I was down in the Ozarks paddling, yep. which we'll talk about next week. Um, and so I was down there a week ago getting sunburnt, and up here I was freezing <laughs> my bits off. Well, while you were fe- freezing your bits off today, <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you a kayak or a canoe? Uh, I took out the kayak today. Would that be the kayak with the hole in it? <laughs> uh, no, no. That one is actually, um, I've got to go pick that back up from my parents. I left that down to my parents um, so I could drop uh, a canoe off for a friend in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. So, ah. yeah. yeah. So the one with the hole is down there. This one actually floats. Excellent. That's always yeah. a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a good thing, in fact. <laughs> so while we were talking earlier about what was happening, the, the comment about the Canada geeses, yeah. gooses, geese, <laughs> goose-eye, goose-eye, <laughs> goose I say, Canada goose-eye came up. Mm-hmm. And under the, did you know, we just learned, do you know a Canada goose can poop oh. two and a half pounds of poop a day? 2.2 pounds of poop a day. 
So I guess that's two and a quarter. So what's that in kilograms? I have no idea. Lots. <laughs> a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> so if you have 200 Canada geese. Oh, God. Yeah. This explains why beaches get closed down in the summer. That's yes. our gift to you guys down there. Canada geese and all their poop. I appreciate that. Thank Not you a problem, so buddy. much. Not Thank a problem. So much. What should we so- send John for Christmas? Oh, I know. <laughs> Some cobra chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and all the poop he can handle. Yeah. So, Mike, you know, I don't want to say my, I guess I'm just going to say my question. It's not a burning curiosity or anything, but if Canada gooses or goose eye <laughs> poop 2.2 pounds each per day, how does that compare to the average human? Oh. Depends. I've never pooped a goose. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you had a goose? After after Christmas dinner. <laughs> well, it's turkey. So <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah. Derek, you yeah. have homework. Derek, Derek, Derek's got homework. <laughs> and I homework. don't mean. And I, <laughs> don't go away in your mean, poo. Yeah. Go away it. Yeah. I'm not talking Googling. We're not talking Googling. We want actual numbers. <laughs> you want me to weigh it. All right. So yes. here we go. <laughs> I, I've I've done <laughs> I've seen things. <laughs> yeah, I, I've you know I, I don't know if anybody else out there does this, but I've done that. I've weighed myself before and after I've gone to the bathroom just to see how much weight I'd lose. Hmm. And people do that. Uh, my <laughs> weight scale is not accurate enough. It he some, gained weight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. How about how about this then? Um. You get some saran wrap. You put it over your scale. Oh. Oh. Okay, next subject. <laughs> <laughs> there was something else we talked about that we just learned today. Beforehand. I should have written it down. I can't remember. I'm sure it'll come to us because we were talking about stuff. Oh, we're going to talk about something a little later. Uh, um, and there's going to be maps involved. So, <laughs> uh, Oh, it was all the kill. Um, places ending in kill in New York. Mm. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's Googling as we're talking here. Okay, so that, that subject's be, over. I have average it weights. Might be because, oh, he's Googling he's the Googling weights. He's Googling the weights. Way uh, to go, John. And it says it takes <laughs> approximately 33 hours for food to be processed and pass out of the body. Welcome to the Science Hour of Paddling Adventures Radio. <laughs> Today we're talking poop with Dr. Specht. <laughs> Google it's knows everything. It's his favorite subject. Google's his favorite subject. Google knows everything. I've Googled everything under the sun, but there are certain parts of Google I like steer away from, Derek. <laughs> You're allowed to so, do that. Did you get a weight or just a time? Did you uh, get no? You just got a transit time, right? So it averages. It's <laughs> it's averaging about one pound. So, so the, it depending on on the individual and their diet, it's between one quarter pound up to one pound. But it's most people have an on average one pound poo. So <laughs> for all you so eight what, year olds that are listening out there, <laughs> <laughs> so geese actually crap more per day than a human being. Apparently, correct. Wow. It depends yeah. on the it depends on the person's diet, though, right? I, I can mm. imagine some people with uh, with uh, unusual diets and you know tacos, like, 
like cheese and sausage. tacos and cheese was, and sausage and beers. Diet. Pickled yeah. eggs, cabbage, and beets. <laughs> uh, what else is happening? Oh, you came over on the weekend. Yes. 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 I got my big present in the mail yes. from a tuck tents. Oh, that's what we found out today. Derek doesn't know what a moose and a caribou looks like. You were originally on the moose thing with me. Yeah, and then then I said, no, no, that's a caribou. Yeah. Yeah, and sunflowers smell. Yeah. They have a smell. And and I learned about La Nina and how it reacts in North America. Like an El Nino, but... It's El Nina. La Nina. La Nina and El Nino. Yeah. So El Nino is, is warmer ocean temperatures. La Nina is colder uh, ocean surface temperatures. Which means it's going to be cold and dry down in the States and it's going to be precipitate up here. Yes, precipitate up here. Southern Ontario yeah. is going to Precipitate. Precipitate. Yes, deal yeah. with it. With, with ice rain? <laughs> with ice rain. <laughs> yes. Precipitate with ice rain. <laughs> <laughs> right along the border, yeah. John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question for you, Derek, while, you're, sure. while we're discussing things we've learned and such. Yeah. Could you Google the average weight of the excre- daily excrement from a beaver? I could do that. Because they're eating trees. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he's matter Googling what it. I do, he's, he's Googling, Googling it. it. Isn't he? I'm he trying is, to steer away from this subject, and you just keep bringing it back into Mr. Google over here. <laughs> i just just curious, you know? Oh, interesting. Uh, no, it's not interesting. No, 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 no. This is, <laughs> this is something else. Uh, w- uh, on one of the last uh, trips with the kids, we found a beaver skull. Oh. And in this beaver skull, the skull was like come apart a bit, but uh, I could... You could pull the tooth out of the skull, mm-hmm. and so yeah. it slid out, and the, each tooth was about, I don't know, four inches long. Oh, yeah, because they, they just grow it continuously, just keeps right? Growing. And so you could see yeah. the difference between the tooth that's outside the skull in the jaw, and the, the, it, it gets thinner and hollower the further back it goes, so it's got more marrow back there. Is it there. white on the inside? Because it's yellow on the outside, right? Yellowy yes, it's orangey. white on the inside, yeah. 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 Mm. So the yellow comes from chewing the trees. Yeah. And, and not brushing. Co- and they don't brush. Coffee. Yeah, and drinking coffee before yeah. they go out and build a dam. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that on cartoons. <laughs> so, uh, what, so anyway, you were over on the weekend. Yep, I was. Because I got my new uh, Atuk Cree tent. It's a nice tent. And. Very nice tent. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to have to get somebody to help me set this thing up because it's so big. But no, if you use your Smarticle Particles. You can set it up by yourself, and I did. Hmm. And it is massive inside. Still what a couple size of, is it? It's a it's a twelve by seventeen. Oh, well, we're going from our ten by ten to this thing, right? So the ten yeah. per, ten by ten esker we had, I had the big Alaskan Nyko stove in it, and yep. that stove looked massive in that tent, mm-hmm. and it was. But now I put the stove in 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 the Cree tent. And it looks so small. It looks absolutely you can, puny. You could have like, you know, church revivals in that tent. Well, we were talking about getting a disco ball for the top. <laughs> because there's enough room to have party in there. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe a small wedding or something like that we might be able to have in there. <laughs> but yeah, this is, uh, we set it up. Um, it's got four foot walls 
And of course, if, <laughs> when I first put, because there's a T-bar, an extendable T-bar that goes up, right? Because mm-hmm. picture a circus tent, um, you know, with the, the long flat ridge along the top and then sort of round sides and all that sort of thing. Long round, long on the two sides and then round around the ends. And the higher you put it, the closer the ends come towards the center. Yeah. So when I first put it up, it was like about 13 <laughs> feet high. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I don't think I really need it that high. <laughs> when I can stretch my arms out and touch both sides yes. of the tent. <laughs> so I brought it down to about eight feet or something like that, seven, eight feet tall. And the sides go way out and all that sort of stuff. But there's four foot walls on this. And in order to, uh, I mean, if, if I was able to, put the guy wire straight out there'd be no problems but they're they're not so i'm gonna get some uh four foot um posts to put around in certain sections and it'll hold everything up nicely and uh, yeah i think we're gonna have a good uh, time with that we're gonna try it out halloween weekend we're up at uh, mew lake in algonquin so we're gonna oh, give nice. that one a whirl i've only yeah. i haven't actually seen one uh in person till i set the one up in my backyard just through pictures right Mm-hmm. So it was, it was nice to, cause you, and you don't know, it's like, oh, is it really going to be what I'm, I'm hoping it is? And, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know why there's not more of these around. I really don't, mm-hmm. cool. you know. It's a nice tent. And the price point isn't bad. I mean, considering as sure. much as, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, like Arctic oven, snow tracker, like you're looking at those one, you're thinking, wow, those would be nice to have one of those. But when you're spending like over two grand on one of those, and then up here we have the 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 conversion rate to US and then right. we've got the duty and the shipping your yeah. your $2000 tent becomes $3000 really fast yeah and yeah. that extra 3000 or that extra $1000 there's a mm-hmm. lot of things i could do with that yeah. so unfortunately um i started looking elsewhere and we found a guy here that uh, he took tents in in Montreal and uh, i sent Guy a, a message and said here's what i'm looking for and not a problem. Mm-hmm. And they cool. do a lot of customizing. I was on his website. I was reading a lot of the stuff. So you can have the door put anywhere you want. You can yep. have the stove jack put anywhere you want. Yeah. He, he fully customizes to your to whatever if you, you want. If you want two doors. Yep. If yep. you want extra vents. Mm-hmm. Three foot walls, four yeah. foot walls, so you name it's, it. You're, it. I think you'd be hard pressed anywhere else to find somebody who's so flexible in customizing your order for you. Yeah. The only flexibility he needed was that he had to take two weeks off to go run his trap lines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Said, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He says, he says yeah, I, I can have it because I said I, I needed it. I needed it the week before Halloween. And he's, he sends me back an email. Yeah, I can do that. Just. The end of I think it was he said the end of September. Um, I need two weeks to go run my trap lines. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, feel free, dude. As long as I get it before Halloween. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so um, I got a new tent on the weekend too. You did, you mm-hmm. did, you did. But you know, you're you're going to bring it by. I thought I set it up in my backyard. Okay, and it looks good. It does. It, it's in fantastic shape. It's what uh, did you get? So it's I don't know what it's called. It's I bought it used. It was uh, so some. Some dude in Sarnia, he, uh, it's called Ace and the Scout or Scout and the Ace or something. Anyways, it's about an indigenous sniper during the war. And, uh, so it's a movie and all these tents were props in the movie. And so after the movie was done, he, uh, just sold all the tents off. So the tent that I got was $225 and I just have to add a stove jack into it. 
It's a prospector tent, is it not? It's, yeah, it's like Style? a prospector tent. Yeah. So you've yeah. got two uprights and a, and a crossbar across the top. So you could simply either cut some trees to do that or bring something with you, right? Mm-hmm. If you, whatever. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've already ordered the uh, stove jack. It's supposed to arrive this week. And uh, we'll get that installed lickety split. And then uh, I'm going to use it in November. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't you know, and two twenty five can't go wrong for two hundred and twenty five bucks. No. Yeah, and and that story ended a lot nicer than most that start some dude in Sarnia. <laughs> <laughs> true, true story. So there's this dude in Sarnia. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Weird <laughs> things happen. Uh, two and a half beavers. Um. Mm. So you're you're going out. Uh, you should be getting your your winter camping stuff uh, already, do you not, John? You've got it right Actually, I, I took, um, I went about a week and a half, two weeks ago. I went up north with a friend of mine and uh, Matt Sales, who's a, a musician down here, a really good musician, and uh, and took Jack with us. So we had a, a, a boys weekend out, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, my dog... Uh, Jack is uh, a husky mix, and he's he's getting up there in years, and uh, so I wanted just to take him up to this place we used to go all the time. That that uh, we used to go run, you know, run the woods, and we'd go out kayaking, and so uh, so we took him up there. I took up the snow trekker and and uh, put that up, and um, it's the first time though that I've used that when it's not been winter. Oh yeah. And, it was fine. Everything was good, and I then I thought, you know what? The last night I'm going to set up the stove, and you know we'll just get a little bit of a you know little fire in there going. Oh, it was probably I got that uh, stove set up in there, and I would say within five minutes, both Jack and I were against the far wall. It was so hot in there. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was like wow. Okay, so yeah, because I've not I've never used it in you know like uh, the shoulder season before, just in winter. Mm-hmm. So. But it was great, yeah. It was a uh, um, nice weekend, and and uh, yeah, it was yeah. A good time. So you you know at least it's all ready for winter now. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's that's Everything. what we're saying. There is uh, was it last week? I think it was, or the week before. That now's the time to get all your winter camping yes. gear ready because mm-hmm. everything's going to be freezing anytime now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh um, so, yeah. It went great. Good. Good. A bit of an update. Oh yes, a gear update on the Burt Reynolds Memorial River <laughs> Run <laughs> yard sale. Yard sale <laughs> that's <laughs> happening up and down the Noir River <laughs> over in Quebec. So you lost a canoe, you lost a pack, you lost two paddles, you lost two water bottles, and you lost camera gear. Yes. So the canoe was found and the pack was found. Correct. And now. Now the camera has been found. Or, well, it was never really lost. We always knew where it was. It was... Uh, Needed to be retrieved. It was swirling on the other side of the eddy below the falls, and so nobody felt really safe enough to go over there to get it because it was... Water is really high this time of year. Anyways, uh, so the uh, the guy and his daughter who recovered the pack and the canoe, they saw it there. They said, yeah, still there, but we didn't feel safe to go and ferry over because it was, it's a complicated ferry to get it to the other side. Anyway, so mm-hmm. it, last week, Martin got an email, and uh, so what did I say the uh, outfitter was? Chloe. It's so Chloe's her name, but the uh, the outfitting... Esprit Rafting. 
Esprit rafting, yeah. So Chloe from her Esprit rafting, uh, they were rafting the Noir, and uh, so Chloe uh, recovered the uh, the camera for uh, for Martin, and uh, wow. they they uh, he had just had to drive to Esprit rafting the, the at their uh, at their building, and uh, he re- he took that. He, so the camera was perfectly dry inside, but the outside of the box, he said the outside of the camera box was, uh, you could see that it spent like a month banging off rocks in the eddy, right? Because <laughs> the outside looks like it's been sandblasted. But it did its job. It though. did its job. Kept everything perfectly safe dry. inside. Yeah. yeah. So perfectly was it a dry. Pelican case? It was a Pelican case, yeah. So while you find folks at Pelican. <laughs> well, he's going to contact Pelican <laughs> and tell them the story. Same thing as I want to do, uh, just contact uh, Zaleo and tell them how the the uh, Zaleo worked for us, for us to call in the recovery crew from the outfitter and uh, get us off the river. And so the, the device worked really good for that. So it's just one of those things. It's like, you have a question. What, what was the brand of the canoe? Oh, it was... Uh, it was a uh, Swift Des Moines. Was it a Swift Des Moines? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, there's an update on the sw- on the canoe too. Ah. So, so the uh, <laughs> the skid plate was busted. One of the skid plates was busted. The hull is cracked, a very large crack. Uh, yoke is broken and a seat is broken. So it's uh, he's uh, he said the canoe is done. I, I can you fix Royal X? I don't, I don't know. know. I hope not. You could. Well, I hope not. Because I want. To, you know. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have put in a request already. Yeah. Uh, being, uh, getting near the end of October, I told Derek that uh, if Martin was not going to fix the canoe, that I will come all the way out to Kingston and pick it up from him. <laughs> I'll even give him a case of beer for it. Did he answer you? Yeah, he just answered. He said he's not going to toss it. It could be repaired and would be fine as a cottage canoe. It's just not going to be safe any longer for whitewater. Oh. But would it be good <laughs> as a downhill winter canoe? <laughs> I want to take it on the snow. <laughs> because we're going to fix that baby up. Maybe put a couple of of um, training wheel thingies on the side, the yeah. training skis. Out- outriggers? <laughs> outrigger skis. Why can't I remember the word outrigger today? That's about 20 times now I've yeah. forgotten the word outrigger. So if I use the word training wheels, all the listeners know I mean outriggers. Um, put some put some nice cushioning in there. Yeah. And we're going down Winter Hills. Yeah. You know what? Like, we'll even bring Martin. He can sit in the middle. You can sit in the front. I'll sit in the back yeah. and steer right over that cliff. <laughs> Martin, when you listen to this, Martin, we want to borrow you your can, canoe. Yeah, we want to borrow your canoe. Yeah, let, let us know how that's going. If you're finish really the job you started, yeah, we're gonna finish the job you started. <laughs> <laughs> and being, you know, like in our fifties, people, yeah. <laughs> when we go into work, hurt. That can, it's a shame that that canoe is uh, it's done for whitewater. It's got a lot of history. His uh, his dad before him he ran whitewater rivers with it. He's inherited it from his dad, and he's uh, he's uh, run whitewater rivers with it. And uh, so it's uh, it's uh, well, technically, yes. <laughs> if we run it down a hill, mm-hmm. snow is white. Snow's made of water. <laughs> it's still doing its, it's job. It's still white water. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm just reaching for anything to get yeah. a freaking you to go down the hill. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's, yeah. So uh, he's got a, got. A, so you guys are only missing two paddles and two water bottles. Yes. So out of oh, all, um, so 
Martin had an accessory pack tied to the outside of uh, Scott's pack. So it was just a day pack, day access. So it was quick access to like uh, his reading glasses or his glasses and his sunglasses. So he had sunglasses, glasses, uh, a phone that he used just for music and pictures. And and uh, so that pack had opened and all of his stuff got washed out of the pack. Oh. So he did lose a few extra things, but nothing that was really critical. Like it, it was just a spare phone that he used for music and for pictures and stuff, right? Right. But it didn't work yeah. as a phone. Right. It, it didn't have a chip. But uh, so he lost a few of those things like that. So yeah, it's there's and stuff like that. You're never going to get back. It's rolling along the bottom of the river right no, now. No, unless you take yeah. up scuba diving. Yeah, but he, he's you know <laughs> prescription glasses. He's lost his prescription sunglasses, and there's a few things that are yeah. That are done. So at the end of the day, though, I mean the big big items are is him. Yeah. He survived. That's yeah. one of the big items. Yeah. So lucky yes. for that. Oh uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thinking of you, Martin. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. So there's that, there's that. Uh, Opiongo. Do, we're not going to take too long on this one. Yeah, we're not going to armchair quarterback it, but uh, it just, it, it serves as a reminder. So it, it, as most people might have learned now, there was, uh, on Thanksgiving weekend, there was a, uh, there was an incident on Opiango Lake and uh, there a rescue took place and uh, one of the individuals, unfortunately, due to cold water, cold weather and a too long exposure, he was in the water for over an hour, he, uh, he passed away, but two people were rescued. And uh, it's just, I think it's a reminder for us that at this time of year, in the shoulder seasons, that and you know, so they did all the right stuff. It's mm-hmm. just they, they, the weather was bad and the water was cold. And so, but other than that, they, uh, they all had life jackets on and so on, but it was just, it's, it's cold weather. I think that was the, the hard part. It was difficult because yeah. there's high winds to rescue them. And, uh, but in the end, it's, it's one of those things. If, if, and I do this, it, 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 it sometimes takes longer if the weather, inclement weather, cold water, I hug the shore. You have to. So that it's just yeah. a quick jump ashore if you have to, to build a fire because you got wet. Yeah. Well, on Thanksgiving weekend, that's the big, I mean, that whole you experienced the wind. I experienced times. it was windy. Yeah. It was a uh, but that's a big tourist time. It is, and the fact that I mean, a, a positive takeaway from it, despite what the outcome was, everybody was 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 wearing their their life jacket. Yes, and and all that because that's the first thing everybody asked. Mm-hmm. Were did, they, did they have life? Did they have life jackets? Did they have life jackets? It's like that was the first question. Everybody asked yes. if they had all their And they their all life had life jackets on. They all had it on. Unfortunately, there's just the cold weather and mm-hmm. and uh, they weren't able to rescue the third guy in time. And, yeah. You know, unfortunate um, Yeah, so, so a takeaway, if, if you want to kind of combine a few things for lessons learned, uh, one thing is, yes, they all had their life jackets on, so that was uh, that was a good thing. Uh, you should paddle closer to the shore in, in inclement weather and cold water. Uh, and one thing that was, uh, that the guy who rescued them, one thing he noted is that, uh, it was hard to find the guy because he had a black jacket and a oh, dark right. blue life jacket. Right. So it was hard to see him in the waves. So if he had like a fluorescent colored life jacket or, or bright colored jacket or a red hat, mm-hmm. something to, yeah. because when you're talking like, you know, four, five, six, seven meter swells and waves, white caps and stuff, it's, uh, when, when somebody's dipping in and out of a trough, it's, it's hard to find them. It's yeah. hard to see them. You know, yeah. I used to have this bright, bright, bright orange PFD mm-hmm. and they would make fun of me like, dude, turn that down. And it's like, dude. 
You're gonna they're going to see me. me from space. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where they went, <laughs> but there's him. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> you know, they're up yeah. on the Mir space station looking down going, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. That's, that's the one thing that, you know what? And it, there's little things like that. Yep. I got my, I got my PFD and all that, but you don't, sometimes you just don't take into to account. Oh yeah. It's, it's a, it's a PFD, but it's not a bright enough color. It's not that, very bright. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, unfortunate uh, on outcome for one of the uh, one of the individuals. One of the individuals. So, um, but yeah, you know, it's nice to see the everybody's wearing the life jackets. Yeah, and of course, you know, there's going to be a lot of other questions brought up about, you know, should they be renting canoes this late yeah. in the season and all that. So it happens every year. These questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And, and I don't think that's for us to debate. But no, uh, no. that's uh, that's something that somebody else has to look into, I guess. Well, we just throw out the questions and yeah. look for answers. There we go. Uh, what else here? Do, oh, do, yes. Do. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's go with the COVID thing first. Okay. A Canada's COVID travel restrictions. Um, 500 paddlers, they're estimating, are not going to Brevard, Florida um, training. Indian oh, Harbor Beach. Yeah, because they all travel south in the winter for training. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about that and they're saying at least 500 paddlers, mostly from Canada, will not be making their annual trek to Indian Harbor Beach this fall due to the country's COVID-19 travel restrictions. And there's uh, Kristen Cusimano, a recreation director for the city of Indian Harbor Beach. She said uh, she got an email from the Canadian national team which has a couple of gold medal contenders for the 2021 Tokyo Olympics and all their junior programs and developmental programs would not be coming down. Hmm. So, I mean, now you're looking at where are they going to train? Well, the, the, yeah, they can't, right? Yeah. A lot of indoor training and said, yeah, the simple answer is Canadian paddlers will not be training in Florida due to the ongoing border restrictions. And she's been communicating with Canoe Kayak Canada out of Ottawa and that sort of stuff. Uh, I guess that's the the base, home base for Canada's national team. Last year was supposed to be an Olympic year and they had to leave early in March because Canada was getting ready to close its borders. So we already had one hit, now we're getting another, especially for restaurants, housing, grocery stores, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you got to think about the athletes, the paddlers. So they left their training early. But, I mean, during the summer months, you could, well, even the beginning, we couldn't get out, right? Yeah. So it wasn't till what, July we were allowed to out? Yeah. Was out? So they'll, July, August, September. They're a resourceful group. I'm sure they'll find, they, they may not be able to travel to their normal training grounds in Florida, but I'm sure they'll find some place summers uh, in the world that they'll be able to get to. I am a little surprised, though, because there is the, um... Canadians are allowed to fly into the United States. Just not mm-hmm. not allowed to drive across the border. Right. But with restrictions so as they are, they're, they're, I, I Well, yeah. she gets, she gets into that. Canadians were warned they could have a hard time getting back into the country, especially if COVID spike occurs. They were mm-hmm. also warned that insurance may not cover their medical, medical expenses. Oh. Huh. Which is a big, mm, what if you get yeah. COVID down there? Yeah. Especially down here, right? Yeah. And then um, there's uh, there's a mandatory 14-day quarantine period upon re-entering Canada, one that carries penalties that may include a fine and or jail time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, the national team members from Germany, France, and even Pakistan train there. And between those countries and Canada, they collect six rowing medals, three gold in the 2016 summer games in Brazil. So there's a bunch of, I mean, that's the level of the mm-hmm. trainers, people going down there to train, yeah. right? And what did she say? There's a, something she said in here. 500 people over six months. Oh, Let's so. say they spend $3,600, $20 a day while they're here room and board, assuming they share a bedroom. And anything else they spend on could be almost $1.8 million that town is losing. So, yeah. Just so because they're not Economic impact for the locals. Yeah. Big time. Uh, Big yeah. time. And it's the 15, 18-year-old junior teams, uh, but the bulk of the av- athletes average from late teens to late 20s, um, hoping to make the national squads, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a big it's a big hit for Canadian athletes trying to train for the Olympics if they can't find. Like, I mean, if you find a spot, like there's mm-hmm. a one in Welland where we, we've talked about before where, you know, the water's coming at them so that it sort of um, imitates okay, yeah. the resistance of, of paddling. Yeah. But if you're a long distance paddler mm-hmm. or a white, a white waddle paddler or something like that, that you're down there. You can't, you can't really imitate exactly. some of this stuff in a, a pool. And it's critical to be training at this time before the Tokyo Olympics is, uh, so the window of opportunity to do any placement or do well at the Olympics, it, it's a very small window. Like mm-hmm. it, most people, most people on average make it to one or maybe two Olympics. Anybody who's really, really good might go to like three sometimes four, but for the, I, I'd say 90% of people really only make it to one Olympic. Yeah. Well, when you're going, and so if now you're, if this you're managing to get to four Olympics, you're, you're, you, you were a, a really early bloomer Yeah, and you're, exactly. and it also depends on the sports too. Yeah. Right? So yeah. So yeah. this is, this may be their one opportunity that you're going to lose out on because they're not going to be able to properly train. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. Um, there have been in the same sort of vein, uh, races with international com- uh, competitors have been canceled races, mm-hmm. uh, long distance races, such as the great Alabama 650 still went ahead, uh, 16 boats from nine States with uh, big COVID restrictions in place. So it mm-hmm. is doable, but mm-hmm. you've got to follow the restrictions yeah. and yeah. some of the races like the Yukon river quest went virtual. So I guess you got to paddle so far, something like they get a, a GPS marker and you got a track and then you send it in <laughs> and they time sort of thing. Yeah. There's a few races, even yeah. regular races, like running races have huh. done the same sort of thing. So it's definitely a different world when it comes to races yes, and stuff like that absolutely. right now. So, um, I can tell you right now that we're number three in the nation. Woohoo! Go Wisconsin. Number, Number three, three in what? For what? In COVID new cases. Oh, are you really? <laughs> yeah, we've awesome. had just it's, an explosion of, and it's it's actually, you know, you, it's one of those things where you're like, I'm going to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Is this worth it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, exploded here. So we are actually, yeah, number three in the, in the nation right now. Not good, dude. Not, Not good. good. Why do you think I went down to Missouri for a week? <laughs> well, sorry, Jan, I got to run. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> well, let's see. Where's, uh, there's Wisconsin. Yeah, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
How's Iowa this time of year? Actually, Iowa's not good. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, Iowa is another one that's uh, really high right now. Well, your only other option is Illinois, buddy. Well, you know, I grew up in Illinois. I'd prefer not to go back. No Minnesota offense to Illinois is. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> He's heading to Minnesota. Um, <laughs> speaking of states. Oh, yes. Yes. We are going to take a quick break here. And then it started out as fun, and then it sort of turned into a, no, you can't do that. And I did it. Uh, and then there's going to be a little a little uh, contest for John to come back at the end of this thing. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we're going to talk about 48 states traveling route. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Sean Rowley, and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. So a while back, probably about eight years ago, I decided, eight years or so, there's got to be a route, because we were looking at starting to do trips. This would be before we went to Iceland. We're looking at doing, starting to do trips because the kids were old enough to stay by themselves and whatnot. And I thought a driving trip around the United States would be awesome. And I came up with a route, which is all zigzaggy and everything. But I almost hit every single state. <laughs> it would have taken about three weeks. But And I've seen similar routes for RV trips and stuff. Because yeah. if you want to hit every single state, this is the most efficient way to do the route. So you can catch every state but not waste time type thing. Yeah. But you want to hit paddling locations. Well, John sent us a couple of maps because someone's done this. And they've hit all 48 states, a driving map. And there was two different ones. One uh, start, the first one starts in Vermont and mm -hmm. travels through the southern states to the west coast, then up and then back across through the north, northern states, uh, ending in Michigan. And the second one starts in Washington state. Head south, then east, then north, then east, then south, then. <laughs> so, it's a lot like a snake across the United States. Yeah, you know, you know that heart rhythm monitor you see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looked like one of those sort of things. So we we're chit chatting about that, and thought, well, if you were to start in Michigan and do that first route backwards. You could, you could probably, probably wouldn't take you all that long. And then John's like, um, one day driving, 
one day paddling mm-hmm. to hit all 48 states, lower 48 states, right? You yep. would do uh, 96 days. Mm-hmm. Yes. So pff, three, three months, four months if you want to do some longer paddle days, you know, or a mini trip or something like that. Yes. How long is the drive to Hawaii? <laughs> um, depends how much rain you get. <laughs> so yes, this does not include Alaska. This does not include Hawaii. This does not include Costa Rica or any, anything else. Um, if you were to start mid June, finish in September, but if you wanted to add stuff and add longer trips and take your time doing a couple other spots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Beginning of June, ending in mid-October would probably do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, because originally when you just say, oh yeah, go around the way, paddle all those, but yeah, start, and start by, you know, in, in Michigan in the spring and then that way you're down southern states where it's warm come winter and then you get up through, and those would be long paddles. <laughs> and then John's, well, you know, it'd only take like three months, right? And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> shut up, man. I was excited. It's a big paddle trip. It's going to take me a year and a half. <laughs> Apparently it's not going to take me. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going on a year and a half one. <laughs> You've been down at the pub for the first three weeks. <laughs> he hasn't even left town yet. <laughs> <laughs> Canoe still on the roof. So, <laughs> so we decided, well, sorry, I decided, well, if you're going to do that trip, you're going to want to stop to paddle these spots, but mm-hmm. is there a spot? And I'm taking this, what was the name of the guy that did this? Something Olson. Well, yeah, there's a couple of different, uh, the Howder family website, howderfamily.com blog is where a lot of these came out. Okay. Um, so this map so, that I was using, mm-hmm. is that one of theirs? It, it, you can find it on their site, yeah. And we'll put a link to this on the On, on our Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and on the episodes page too. That'd be cool to get it on there. Um, and somebody's done something similar to this, right? There was mm-hmm. a gentleman from uh, Texas, because I was looking at this too, right? When we started talking about this, I was thinking... If I can't go up and do the Yukon next year, what would be really cool? And I thought, well, it would be awesome to paddle in all, you know, all U.S. states. states yeah. Or at least, you know, the the 48 continental, right? And so I Googled it, and it turns out that there's a, a guy from Texas named Eric Straw who went out and on his Canoe 50 campaign in the summer of 2017, he went out and he paddled a body of water in each of the 50 states. Mm-hmm. And Being but, in the United States, are you able to fly from Wisconsin to Alaska and Hawaii? Alaska and Hawaii, yes. I can do that. So you could do 50 this year, there next summer. Mm-hmm. I could, yeah. John, your mission, if you should choose to accept <laughs> it, <laughs> is follow the route I am about to describe. <laughs> See, here's the thing. <laughs> this route that you have, yeah. a route, um, 
the, there are no portages or portages on it, correct? Oh, oh and he's going to have to drive a <laughs> Kia Sportage. That's right. <laughs> His Sportage. Um, no, you know, when you, when you look at the route that they've set up, and, mm-hmm. and you and I were chatting about this, that it's it's set up and it's optimized for an auto trip. Yes. So as yeah. they're going through, you know, for example, they're cutting across South Dakota, and then they, you know, they take this little jog up to North Dakota, go, you know, like two miles over the border, right? Turn around, come back down. They make a jog over towards the, what would it be, the south? Oh, there is, they were coming, they came straight across South Dakota, headed north to, along the border towards North Dakota, made like a little 20 kilometer um, yes. or two mile, whatever, jog into Wyoming and back into South Dakota, just to say we were in Wyoming. Uh, right. And then up to North Dakota, then straight across Montana. And they did the same coming out of Oregon. They mm-hmm. cut into the top corner of California and then across into Nevada. So it was yeah. like, you're not even in there really. So, so they've done that yeah, a few one spots. Of the biggest, one of the biggest states, right? And one, of, and one of the states with some amazing paddling. And what they're doing is they're just hitting that corner to include it in the road trip. Right. But you have gone through... And you've looked at some, initially, some paddling locations along those routes or, or somewhat close, correct? I took this one route, yeah, and followed it pretty close. There's a couple spots where I went a bit farther to get because there just was no paddling yeah. where where they went. Um, right. So some of it, it is pretty close to this route that, they, that, that we're following uh, with a couple of exceptions on on, you know, um, taking little detours to get to a paddling location and then back to that route that yeah. like to, to, to their purple line on the map, sort of speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I came up with do, 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 do 43 different locations to paddle because after location number <laughs> 26, you said, and you can't double up. Yeah. Well, too late at that point. <laughs> I had already doubled up because when you're coming down the Mississippi River and it does this little yeah. zigzag thing through Arkansas, Mississippi, and Louisiana within, you know, 50 kilometers. Yeah. Visited, visited, right. visited, I visited, 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 visited. <laughs> so, so up your nose with a rubber hose. And there's uh, other ones that, uh, you know, the river is the border between two states. Right. So, you know, you just paddle across the river and you've hit two states. All right, done. (laughs) (laughs) So it is possible. Um, And yes, I I came up with uh, using the Michigan to Vermont scenario, as I call it. Mm -hmm. 20, sorry, 43 different paddle stops, all 48 states. I will uh, post this on our, our Facebook page as well so that people can take a peek. Uh, I'll do a PDF format so you download it, print it off or whatever and go, oh, yeah, 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 and follow it along to see in case I'm in. Because at the end, I only had 46 states. Mm-hmm. But that's because Canada annexed two while I was doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado and Indiana until further notice now belong to Canada. Uh, <laughs> how I you know, miss Colorado. If it, was, if it was one of the border states, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd like to welcome officially New Mexico to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's start. So we're starting in Michigan. And of course, this map starts down at Grand Beach, Michigan, which is the bottom uh, end of Lake Michigan. But I actually went halfway up the east side to the Huron Man Manistee National Forest to paddle the Osable River. Mm -hmm. State number one, Michigan. State number okay. one, Michigan. It's going to be a long list. <laughs> and then from there, we went down to Indiana to the uh, Kankanee River. And then from there, the Mississippi comes all the way up there. This was my first double hit river because it is the border between Illinois and Ottawa. Or Ottawa. I said Ottawa like four <laughs> times already. Yeah. Wow. We took two of your states and we gave you the capital. <laughs> we gave you Ottawa. And we gave it to you <laughs> several times. Several times. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> um, Mississippi is the border between Illinois and Iowa. Yes. Uh, so there's your states three and four. Lower Wisconsin State Waterway in Wisconsin State yeah. Five, which you've paddled. Right. A so, number of times. Yeah. So that's definitely a, a doer. So the question is, all 92 miles? No, just a day. Because okay. the, the whole purpose is to drive a day paddle, and day paddle drive. a day. Okay. Right? Good. So you yep. get up in the morning. You drive to the next location. The next yep. day you get up, you paddle for your day, be it, yep. you know, up the river and back or up a river, right. down a couple of tributaries, whatever, as long as you paddle in up that river, river, lake, reservoir, yep. whatever, as long gotcha. as you paddle in that for the day, not the, I mean, it doesn't have to be the full, well, that's a 24 hour day. Get out there, <laughs> have right. a good paddle. Yes, you know? exactly. Yes. Weather's going to, going to mess you up at some points as well. Sure. Um, but yeah, just get out on that body of water and give it a paddle if you can, at least for a couple of hours and, and mm -hmm. back sort of thing. And then the right. next day you hop in your car, you drive to the next location. And again, mm -hmm. some of these, it may be, you know what, like um, Yellowstone River in Montana. You may want to be on that for a few days. Yeah. You know, so organize a shuttle, hop on the river yep. for a few days, have them shuttle back to your car and away you go. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so there's, there's. There's loose guidelines on, <laughs> you know, the 96 days or, or 90, what do we say? 98 days, 96 days, 96. 96 days is just sort of a basic minimum yeah. guideline. Yeah. Yep. Uh, where were, oh, uh, the Missouri river in Nebraska and South Dakota. Again, a little zigzagging back and forth across the border. Uh, mm -hmm. North Platte river in Wyoming, Platte or Platte? Yep. It would be Platt, right? Platt. A-T-T-E, yeah. Uh, yep. In Wyoming, they're state number eight. The Little Missouri in North Dakota. The Yellowstone River in Montana, good old uh, state number 10. Mm -hmm. Clearwater River in Idaho. Uh, spelling mistake says it's the Saki River, but it's actually the Snake River <laughs> in Washington. <laughs> and you can look for Evil Knievel jumping over Jumping that over thing. the Snake River, that's right. Yeah. That's and right. if you want to try it, feel free. <laughs> but Washington, state number 12, may be your last state at that point. 
Now, there are some of the bigger rivers that go through multiple states, but I tried not to, I don't think I actually hit a river twice on my list here. Okay. Uh, there is the Columbia River through Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's along the uh, Washington, Oregon border, but I only, because yep. we did the Snake River in Washington. Okay. Uh, Goose Lake, California. Now, this is one of the ones where it came down to the corner of right. Washington, right? Now, yep. there was the, uh, there's another one there, Alkali, Upper Upper Alkali Lake as well, which the list, this was, the, the, they're roadmap goes pretty close to that one, not the Goose Lake. But mm-hmm. I'm looking at it, depending on the time of year and what it's like, you may not be able to paddle that one because it may not exist at that mm. time of year. So that's okay. why I went to the Goose Lake one instead, just as a, yep. for sure. Yep. See, I did do some research into this. I just didn't <laughs> pick rivers, lakes, streams, reservoirs, all willy-nilly. There was some <laughs> thought into this. Uh, leaving California into that little dip into the Goose River in California, we're headed to Nevada, state number 15, to the Humboldt River. Humboldt. Mm-hmm. Humboldt River. See, we, hey? No, no, I'm just okay. going to, I'm just going to, th- here's what I'm going to throw out there. Because with the map, and I know what you're doing, and you're doing one day drive and then a day paddle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're talking Nevada... How could you not go to Lake Tahoe, one of the most beautiful places in the state? Isn't Tahoe on the list? But that's way down, is it not? It is. Yeah. But but how do you not go there? That's the question. Yeah, I've always wanted to go. You follow my map. That's how. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tahoe's not on here. How do you not go to Las Vegas? Shut up and you follow what I have said here. (laughs) There is the map right here. Listen, buddy, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. Now, shut up. (laughs) Uh, Moving on to Utah and the Great Salt Lake. Yes. (laughs) The smelly Great Salt Lake. Okay. Uh, Colorado, uh, which belongs to Canada now, apparently. Uh, The McPhee (laughs) Reservoir. Which one? McPhee Reservoir. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, because just trying to stick. Like I say, I mean, you got this this purple line route that they have, so I've tried to stick right. close to it as opposed to going, you know. And yes. if it, if it's cutting through the lower um, southwest corner, I'm not heading up to the northeast yep. corner just to yes. come back down, sort of thing. Yep. Uh, Arizona, Lake Powell, mm-hmm. New Mexico, the San Juan River. Okay. Uh, Texas, Lake Meredith. Now, Lake Meredith in Texas, where is that located? I believe, was that Oh, near? I got it now, down near Sanford and Fritch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Sanford yep. and Son, yeah. Because there are some up near, <laughs> you know, and it's funny, like, you mentioned that because that route that they have goes through the grasslands. Yeah. Um, and there are some lakes up there, but when you look at the satellite image of the lakes, they're dry lake beds. Well, and that's why I was doing it, especially through like, oh yeah, we're going right by Albuquerque. No, nothing there and nothing. Oh, look at this one. It's this massively long, like 176 kilometer creek. And then you start looking at pictures and stuff and it's like, oh, no water. Yeah. So why is yeah. it called a creek? 
<laughs> yeah, there are some spots that I'm thinking, it doesn't really look big enough to be. And then when you start looking, well, like I say, that was like the Alkali, upper Alkali Lake. Um, yeah. Half the time it's not there. Yep. Uh, the Arkansas River in Oklahoma is mm-hmm. state number 21. The Spring River in Kansas. Shoal Creek, Missouri. Okay, now hang on. Shoal Creek, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where's hmm. Missouri? Do, 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 do. Okay. All right. You good with that one? Um. Well, here's the thing. You know, you've got all of that amazing rivers down in the Ozarks in Missouri that we'll be talking about next week. Well, that's why I didn't add it, because you've already done it. <laughs> oh, look at you. Oh. Oh. Spread it thin. It's a big farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So we're into Arkansas then. So we cut all the way across Arkansas. We might as well make it a nice drive. Okay. And this is where, like I say, if you go for a paddle, mm-hmm. bing, bang, boom, Arkansas, Mississippi, and Louisiana all in one go down the old Mississippi River. Ah, Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Hmm. Cheating. It's, I call that cheating. Well, it wasn't cheating before you made that rule. <laughs> you can't change the rules halfway through, which you did. <laughs> so you want to talk about cheating, spore loser. Uh, state number 27, Alabama. We're going to hit the Mobile River. Mm-hmm. Coming out of Mobile, Al- Tons of rivers in that area, too. Yeah. In, in southern Alabama and whatnot. Lots of rivers. So you can have umpteen rivers if you want to do that one. Okay. Running the border with Alabama and Florida... So this will go towards the Florida River, Perdido mm. River. That one's on the Florida side. And that's one of those little ones where on their map they had that little hook. Yeah, they just they just make a quick little in, yeah. dip into Florida, a real quick dip into Florida before heading north again. Right. Um, yeah, and that, that's how I miss Colorado and Indiana, is those little dips. Yep. And then we get into Georgia, and we got to get on the old Chattahoochee. (laughs) That'll work. North and South Carolina. This was my last double dipper, because this is when you came up and said, well, you can't double dip, right? (laughs) I'm like, okay, I won't double dip after states 30 30 and 31. (laughs) (laughs) Lake, is that Yocassi? Jocassi, Yocassi, Jocass, um, J O C A S S E E. I'd say Jocassi, Jocass. In north and I'm south, not. it's it's along one of those border thingies too. I think goes right through the okay. two. Uh, then we get into Tennessee with the South Fork Holston River. Not to be confused with Virginia, the North Fork. Holston River. (laughs) I did not double dip on that one. (laughs) Uh, Kentucky, the Levisa Fork goes through Kentucky. 
that's the again there, there's some other ones that you can you can go through kentucky and stuff there there's mm-hmm. uh, different rivers and stuff but this one is pretty sticks close to the route uh state number 34 the ohio river in ohio yes. state 35 now this would be on the ohio side not the west virginia side because you know the double dipper rule <laughs> so we stuck on the ohio side and if we happen to get on the west virginia side it doesn't count because when we yeah. get to West Virginia, we got the Kanawha River. Kanawha, mm-hmm. yeah, Kanawha River. And you know, then, and depending on the time of year, when you hit, there's some really good whitewater uh, to run down in West Virginia. So, you know, you were thinking what time of year to run this? Uh, do you, by the time we get here, this would probably be August. Okay, so probably lowish then. August, for that. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, realistically, you can do it either way. If you, <laughs> this would be end of June, beginning of July, if you started in Vermont. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, depending on which way you go. All right. So then we're getting over to the old East Coast here, the Potomac River in Maryland. Potomac. Potomac, yeah. Uh, Anacostia River in the District of Columbia. I think at that District of Columbia, you just actually take the boat into the reflecting pond in front of the Washington Monument. <laughs> oh, you could do that too. Yeah, that's what I I mean, I there's do. nothing saying on this list that you can't paddle multiple spots in the day, especially on yeah. short days. And there's right. these are short days here, so you might as well hit a couple of spots. Mm-hmm. You know. Isn't there a fountain in front of the White House you can paddle? <laughs> <laughs> it's been walled off. <laughs> uh, then you're heading over to the New Jersey place. Oh, this is the other thing we learned tonight. <laughs> this is oh, it. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. We learned stuff. Uh, so New Jersey, you get Mantua Creek. Mantua? Mantua? Mantua Creek in Jersey. That's... That's state number 40 already. And at this Mm. point of your trip, you're going, I can't believe we've been through 40 states already. (laughs) And it's only September. (laughs) Um, Oh, this one here. So, okay. So when I was looking at the New New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and all that, there's Mm -hmm. a ton of rivers that end in kill Mm -hmm. in the New York area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've noticed that. Uh, And this... (laughs) This one I actually had to look up because it's, if you look at it, S-C-H-U-Y-L kill. School kill? It's actually school kill. School kill? School kill river in Pennsylvania. It's not spelled that way. Apparently it's Dutch. Yes. Yes. I had to look all that Well, that would make sense, but. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well now, yeah, it totally makes sense. Thanks, John. (laughs) (laughs) but uh the east river in new york Mm -hmm. see it's the there you you have the east river the hudson river the harlem river like there's so many that i just picked the east river but it's up to you okay so now I happen to notice something because I, I, there's just something, oh yeah, you know, it's down there, whatever, it's in New York, whatever. Statue of Liberty is New York, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think I have ever actually looked on a map and paid attention to states when looking for the Statue of Liberty. Hmm. Because the Statue of Liberty is on the New Jersey side of the border. Yes. To which but. we're all like, wait a minute, that's not, it's New York. No, it's not in New York. It's in New Jersey. It's physically in New Jersey. Physically unless in you a- see where they've Now, when the you get state. into Google Maps and you zoom right in, of course, they got the dotted lines. And on one side, it says New Jersey. One side, it says New York. The island that the Statue of Liberty is on actually belongs to New York. There's a little dotted... Well, part of the island belongs to New York. The whole thing did. There's a border all around it, all the way down the dock. I thought there was a circle just around the Statue of Liberty. No, the rest of the island is the whole island. The whole island. You sure? Yeah, because even it went down the dock... That the big T looking dock. Half the dock is in New Jersey. Half the dock is in New York. No, no. It's all New, jo- New York. New York. But you saw New Jersey on one side of the dock. The outside. The river keep side. Scrolling yeah. in. The yeah, water scrolling side. In. The water side is New Jersey. But mm-hmm. the actual right. land and dock and all that is New York. Yeah. Everybody's Googling. We'll give you a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, Derek's everybody. There, there are people in their car right now going, wait, what? Well, hang on, I got to pull over. Hang on, pause this. <laughs> I did not know that because I'm, I'm looking like, wait a minute. No, Statue of Liberty's in New York. But it's on the New Jersey side of New York. And oh, ow, my brain. See what I'm talking about? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, of yeah. course I'm right. <laughs> so yeah, it's on my map looks slightly different than yours. That's because yours is the wrong map. But yeah, the water is New Jersey, but any physical part, land or structure, Battery Park and Liberty Island, and it's uh, all part of New York. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Well, and we likened it to Hawaii isn't attached to the mainland, but it's still part of the U.S. So that's sort of the same sort of sort of thing. Hmm. Except we didn't send the Marines into the Statue of Liberty where we did in Hawaii. Oh, <laughs> <Never mind>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, former history teacher here. We we invaded Hawaii for its pineapples. <laughs> There's <laughs> actually a lot of truth to that. <laughs> Sadly, but yes, there is truth uh, to that. You people, I tell yes. Um, yeah, not one of our prouder moments. But anyway. Anyway, it's history. Drive me, drive me north. For <laughs> so as we leave New York thinking, I did not know about that, about the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go to Connecticut, where we will paddle yes. the Connecticut River. Okay. State number 43. We're getting there, Derek. <laughs> the Situate r- Reservoir in Rhode Island. Rhode Island doesn't have much because you know it's a teeny tiny little thing and their roads suck. (laughs) (laughs) We went went down and we spent um, Halloween one year in uh, Salem, Massachusetts. And so we did Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, everything in the fall 
beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> we said, you know what? Let's take a dip down into Rhode Island. And there was beautiful roads. And then we got into Rhode Island and we was like, that's where all the potholes come from. <laughs> the roads were horrible. And then you get out of Rhode Island, it's, oh, look at the smooth roads again. Uh, hopefully their their paddling destinations are much better. Uh, so yeah, the Situate River, or, sorry, Reservoir in Rhode Island. Then there's the Merrimack River in Massachusetts, number 45. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at the Merrimack River. I'm looking at Massachusetts. Um, what town does the Merrimack River run through there? Oh, and now you got to get me way up here. Hang on. Oh, I'm looking off. It. I'm looking off your do, following do, the route. Do, do. The Merrimack River. The Merrimack, though. Is do. that Google has helpfully added? Trader Joe's to this for us. It's not up through Worcester. Worcester. Did I go off on this one? No, I didn't. Uh, there's Fish Pond. No, just... Okay, gotcha. Merrimack River. So it's up in the northern area of the state. Yes. Um, up along the New Hampshire border. So Lowell, up near right. Lowell. Right, gotcha. right, right. Because I gotcha. could, because I believe it crosses. Yes. Um, and I didn't double dip on that one. Good man. <laughs> Pod <you> double dipper. <laughs> Instead, we left the Merrimack in Massachusetts and we mm-hmm. went up to the Piscataqua in Maine. Careful Piscata- how you say that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Piscataqua River in Maine. Yep. We went I've up through up there. there. Lots of time up there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, from Maine, we're thinking, wow, we've only got like less than a week left till we're done our trip. Mm-hmm. We went over the Contoocook River in New Hampshire. Contoo, C-O-N-T-O-O-C-O-O-K River. Contoocook River in New Hampshire. Careful with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we drove all the way over to Vermont, the 48th state, and we paddled the Williams River. Okay. Because yes. if we where this this ends um, up by North Walpole, Bellow Falls, that's yeah, where it ends, right? Yep. But yep. that is on the Connecticut River, which we paddled in Connecticut. Right. So that's comes, where I, pa- I paddled it up far up north there. Okay. When I paddled to Connecticut, yeah. Um, now the Williams river, I do believe though, is correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not finding, finding it right now. I think it's a tributary of the Connecticut river, the Williams river. And that's where we end. Hmm. 48 states. I'm exhausted. That was a long trip. 43 different. (laughs) Yeah. 43 different water bodies. Mm -hmm. Totally doable. That would be such an awesome trip. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I really think that if if, uh, I'm not able to go up and do the Yukon next year, this is calling my name. Well, there you go. Then you know what? You need to bring 43 different pieces of paper with (laughs) all these listed on it. And when when you're in your boat, you are on that water. You take a selfie holding that Mm -hmm. sign. So you have to have a camera set up in the front of your boat. Okay. Or take somebody with you, like, you know, maybe your wife or something. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, 
and get a picture of yourself on these bodies of water yep. with the sign saying what it is. There you go. Yep. To my list. And I will hate you forever because you did it and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I would do, I would add and change a few things, you know, like oh, we definitely. talked. Like, so going into across Massachusetts, right? Mm-hmm. So I might substitute either the Charles River through Boston or go out to Walden Pond, right? Right, the, right. Henry David Thoreau reference there, mm-hmm. which would be kind of awesome. Now, a very small place to paddle, right? Still a bottle but, of water, body of water. And, and such a great historic site, you yeah. know? Um, so, yeah, so there's all those little things that, you know, and... Um, oh, there's definitely yeah. different... I mean, there, there's some of these that you may come across that the water's too low to paddle as well, right. depending on the time of the year. So you might have to, you know, uh, change it up a bit, so... Yeah, so don't pre-write your, your cards. <laughs> Just take a bunch of them with you. That's right. But yeah, no, yeah. this would, this would be pretty pretty cool to do. It would be an amazing trip. So so yeah, yeah, so like I say, I mean, as cool as it would be to drive and hit all 48 states, mm-hmm. to, to drive paddle. through 48 states and paddle in 48 mm-hmm. states would be pretty cool yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. So John... You're yes. going to talk about your Ozark trip next week, yes? I am. So it gives you a couple of weeks. You need to do exactly what I just did <laughs> with all 13 provinces and territories of Canada. There you okay. go. Pick a route but in here, Canada. But you, you, can know st- what? you can start on either end. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be okay. a heck of a lot easier because there's only 13, not 48. Well, but, but here's the tricky part. What do we do about none of it? You can't get there by road. Sounds like a you issue, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a whiner. He's whining already and he hasn't even started. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the other. The Ice other road. <laughs> <laughs> and I finished in none of it, but I had to winter over. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. When I look at that and I think what we should do instead of like doing the Canadian section. I think we should take the very, that second map that they did, mm-hmm. right? The heart map. And I think map. what we should do is take that one and start, though, up in the maritime provinces of Canada, work our way down, connect to that U.S. route, and then as it comes over towards Minnesota, North Dakota cut back up into Manitoba, Saskatchewan, okay, back down through Arizona, New Mexico, come up Nevada, Oregon, Washington, Alberta, British Columbia, cut over to Hyder, Alaska, because that's the closest place you can get to Alaska by road, mm-hmm. come back out, loop up to the Yukon, over to the Northwest Territories, and then... Probably, my guess is, you would have to fly out from, like, Yellowknife in Northwest Territories over into Nunavut someplace, paddle around for a little bit, and then you would have all of the North American states, provinces, and territories. Nope. I think that'd be awesome, dude. You will not. No? You started, you started in the East Coast. Down yep. through Maine, 
Then you yeah. came up into Manitoba. There's yeah. two massive provinces no, 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 you've no, totally no, missed. No, 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 no. So you start in the provinces, right? You cut across Maine. You, ca you catch Montreal, right? So you're getting Quebec. So you're starting in Ontario, then going no. to Quebec, then That's going to the maritime provinces. Well, that, no. See, I would want to keep those till the end because, because then you're coming back through, right? Ontario, Minnesota, and then home to Wisconsin. So you would hit all of those on the way back. Because, I mean, once you're up Northwest Territories, you still got to drive home. Yes. I, I don't know, man. I, I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd well, be amazing. Well, my trip that I want to do <laughs> Yes. Is from the Point Pelee, which is the most southern point of Canada, mm -hmm. all the way up through Ontario, James Bay, Hudson's Bay, yep. all the way up to the most northerly point of Canada. That'd probably take a couple of years. <laughs> yes. Most northerly point of Canada would be all the way up to, holy crap. What is the most northerly point of Canada? Is it? Columbia something or other? Derek, Google that for here. me. <laughs> Call Siri or something. Hmm. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. This is the thing when you get a bunch of ender rotors looking at maps and trying I know, to eh? design <laughs> trips, yeah. right? So let's just do a podcast and while we're doing it, we'll do nothing but Google and look at maps. <laughs> <laughs> This is a strange podcast. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah, because it keeps uh, most north point in Canada. Yeah, because the southern most southerly is Point Pelee, Cape Columbia. I was right on Ellesmere Island. I was okay. right. I was right, Derek. Three <laughs> times today. <laughs> Cape Columbia, and I've actually the, the big the big part. I mean, it'd be hard trying to find, you know, because lots of rapids and trying to portage and a couple of rivers and stuff like that to get up. But once you hit James Bay, mm -hmm. you're fighting tides and like low tides, high tides. And depending polar on the bears. time of year, polar bear. Yeah. Yeah. You just hook up your, your canoes to a couple of polar bears and let them tow <laughs> you. Um, yeah. You'd have to definitely winter over and then start early enough, but you'd be following frozen like you, you'd have ice issues going up. It's doable. You might end up having a tow, like pull your, your canoe behind you at some point. But you know, mm. once you get up there, you'd have to put the caveat that you change from canoes to kayaks. Mm. You might be, you yeah, might I be. I think you'd limit yourself with watercraft. Yeah. You can't li limit yourself. You but a canoe would hold more. Yeah. Now we're sticking with the canoes. Up your nose, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my trip. So, but yeah, you that can if you amazing. if you followed that route like you say, and then you added a, a Canadian route to that, you could do yeah. all the provinces and territories and states. Then you yep. could do Alaska as well, yep. and then before you head home to Wisconsin, mm -hmm. fly, or unless you're when you're out Nevada, California way, make a quick flight to ha Hawaii and back. <laughs> and then continue on up to right. Alaska. Yeah. Then you can get all the states and provinces and territories. 
No, because uh, you guys have what Costa Rica and the U.S. Virgin Islands too, right? <laughs> okay, let's like that. Not, let's not go there, but <laughs> <laughs> and not Costa Rica. They might be very upset that you said that. Oh, there's something <laughs> or other you guys got. I don't know what you guys own. <laughs> uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands. That's yeah. it. The Virgin Islands. But, That's it. But but let's talk. You know, let's just say continental. Okay. North American, U.S. and Canada, continental trip. I, I, man, that would be awesome. Dun, dun, dun. I can't do the Yukon. I think this could be something. Yeah. We could do weekly call-ins. There's your list, buddy. There's your list. And I'd probably have to stop at, you know, different craft breweries along the way. Ooh. Yeah. Right. And have them just give them our address and see how many of them will mail us a couple of bottles. <laughs> just two bottles. Pick a beer, two bottles, mail it to us. Do you you know what? That would be really cool. So you go paddle in every state and then hit a craft brewery in every state. Yeah. And then I come back to visit you guys at the end with fifty bottles of beer that customs is gonna look at and be going like, What are you yeah. doing, sir? No. <laughs> <laughs> this would be awesome these are plans I, that need I, doing i like it yeah yeah now i think it might be easier if you just well what happens if a couple bottles break that means you got to go back to that brewery that would yeah that'd be terrible huh? and have have them resend a couple of bottles and since you're there yeah start in st john's which i've always wanted to go to <laughs> and work your way around and work my this way is doable. Out. I think we need to, to do this. So, John, in a couple weeks anyway, you're going to give us yes. your, your Canadian route. Okay. Come up with your Canadian yeah, route. Okay. Um, I think that's all I've got this week. Derek, you got anything else? I do not. We've 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 shown our, our smarticle particles. Mm-hmm. We've, yeah. Wow. This is awesome. John, you got anything? I don't, but I've learned a lot tonight. So have I. <laughs> this has been an awesome, awesome night. I need somebody who knows know how to the, sew. There's two the, sewing machines behind you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bring my tent over. You can install my uh, stove jack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Alrighty. Well, uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can listen to us, uh, stream, or download from iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. If you go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com, you can uh, stream or download from there as well. If you enjoy our podcast, please share it with your friends. And I think that's about it. John, thanks for coming on this week. Thank you, guys. And we shall see you next week and talk about your Ozarks trip. Looking, I look forward uh, yeah. to that. Looking forward to hearing about that one. It was awesome, man. Awesome trip. Excellent. And I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.